What's going on, guys? You are tuned in to the Committed Youth Podcast, the official podcast of the High School Student Ministry of Calvary La Habra in La Habra, California. I'm Kevin Melgar, and I am here with one of my returning co-hosts, uh, Kayla Cook. How's it going, Kayla? Doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. And, uh, you know, we went from having our full crew to uh, it just being you and me as far as our usual crew on the podcast. Yeah. So this will be exciting. Uh, (laughs) You know, uh, everybody's life is slowly starting to resume after a quarantine. So, uh, you know, scheduling is becoming a bit more of a tricky animal. But, you know, I'm thinking for today's episode, we're kind of getting back to our roots. Uh, On our first episode, Brandon and I uh, did the podcast with one student as our guest. And so today, you and I, Kayla, we're doing a recording with one student as our guest as well. And that student uh, recently wrapped up her experience with our summer internship at Calvary La Habra. So I'd like to welcome Haley Robles onto our podcast. How's it going, Haley? Hi, I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome to have you on here. And uh, so how, how did you like being an intern over the summer? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was so much fun this year. Um, it was definitely different from 2019, but it was still just a really cool experience, and I'm really glad I got to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 2020, like, different experience just kind of sums up 2020. I think that's... Yeah. <laughs> the year of difference. Yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll be how people remember 2020, is just is a yes. different experience. But, Haley, every episode uh, for this podcast, we like to do a little icebreaker game to kick things off. And today's is a game I'm calling uh, fake news or for real news. So <laughs> so how this is going to work is it's a simple true or false style game. I'm going to read you a headline and an excerpt of a news story. And you're going to have to tell me whether you think it's fake news or if it's for real. <laughs> okay, That's kind of sad. I'm already anticipating this being difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh I'm telling you, uh, 2020 is just it's a year. So uh so this will be interesting. So Haley, you can feel free to ask for help from Kayla if you'd like. Okay. I don't know that I'll be any help. She on our last uh, game that we played with Chad, she uh she pretty much brought it home for him. So so Kayla Uh-oh. has a sixth sense about these games that we play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a good guesser. <laughs> so are you ready to try this out, Haley? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Let's get started. So, story number one. Headline reads, Israeli window washer reaches new heights of fame dancing on TikTok. Twirling to hip-hop over chasms of steel and glass, soapy squeegee in one hand and a smartphone in the other, Noah Toledo is an Israeli social media star who aims to encourage other women to take on her traditionally male-dominated job. The 22-year-old is a female pole vaulting champion. Her dancing while dangling from high-rise buildings has earned her close to 60,000 followers and more than a million likes on the TikTok platform. So, Haley, do you think this news story is fake news or for real news? (laughs) Israeli pole vaulter (laughs) dancing on TikTok, hanging from a high-rise building. (laughs) Um, that sounds a little far-fetched, so I'm going to say, um... False. <laughs> okay, so Haley is calling this fake news, but actually, <laughs> this is for real. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh so uh, I think this I think this broke last month in August, and yeah, there is actually 
a former <laughs> pole vaulting champion is in Israel making TikTok videos while hanging off of high-rise buildings and cleaning the windows. So uh, not that I'm necessarily encouraging anybody to check this out, but, you know, it's out there. <laughs> I kind of want to, though. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely don't try this at any uh, high-rise buildings near you, please. Um, the, the likes aren't worth it, believe me. <laughs> All right, Haley. So uh, story number two, let's try this one out. Story number two headline reads, Cinephile refugees arrive on rafts in Canada for Tenet premiere. Due to all theaters in New York remaining closed, rafts bearing movie-loving refugees from the United States began arriving in Toronto, Canada on Wednesday, September 2nd, in time for the premiere of Christopher Nolan's psychological sci-fi thriller Tenet. Many rafts were full of men in their mid-30s from Rochester, New York area, who spent three days drifting on Lake Ontario before finally reaching Canadian soil to partake in the new movie premiere. So, Haley, <laughs> do you think story number two about uh, men from uh, Rochester, New York, sailing across Lake Ontario to go to the theaters which are actually open in Canada to watch a movie premiere. Is this true or false? Do you think this is fake or for real? Um, <laughs> Kayla, can I have some help? That sounds <laughs> fake to me, but with the way that this year has been going, I kind of exactly. want to believe that it's real. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to call it fake, but I hope it's real. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to dash your hopes and dreams, but I am excited to tell you that you are correct. It is fake news. <laughs> New York and California are both the same in that we don't have our th movie theaters back open up again. But, you know, thankfully, no one's gotten so desperate as to take a raft across the uh, across the lake to Canada. <laughs> Illegal immigration at its finest. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I know it. It sounds on the border of what could be reality, especially for a Christopher Nolan film. I mean, come on. Uh, okay, so story number three. <laughs> story number three headline reads: Parrot belts out soaring rendition of Beyonce track gets his own fan base. People are falling crazy in love with Chico the parrot and his soulful Beyonce renditions. The parrot lives at a wildlife park in England. And he's winning hearts there and online with his impressive cover of one of the pop queen's hits from 2008. According to the Parrot's former owner, the Parrot can also belt out tunes by Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. So, Haley, do you think that a Parrot singing Beyonce in a wildlife park in England is fake news or for real news in 2020? Um, I'm gonna say true. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Haley is saying that this is for real, and you are correct. <laughs> That's so weird. So yeah, Chico the Parrot uh, does actually have a video out there on the internet singing a Beyonce song at the top of his little parrot lungs. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's pretty hilarious, and if anybody wants to check it out, make sure you check it out after you finish listening to this podcast episode. Um, so Haley, congratulations. Two out of three that you were able to call out as <laughs> fake news or for real news. Uh, you have easily sifted through the, the bevy of news stories coming in 2020 <laughs> that make absolutely no sense. <laughs> so of course, we're here talking about these crazy stories like a parrot singing Beyonce. 
And the only thing I can think of when I hear a story like that is who was playing so much Beyonce around this parrot <laughs> that it was able to memorize <laughs> the words and melody. I mean, that parrot must have listened to that song so many times. Uh, but I think that segues nicely into our main discussion topic for today, which is all about media consumption, what we watch, what we listen to, uh, you know, what we let in our eyeballs. So we have so much access to music and movies these days. We have services like Spotify and Apple Music. We have things like Netflix, YouTube, Amazon, TikTok, and a bunch of other platforms I probably don't even know about yet because I'm getting old. Um, but, you know, as we're talking about all of this stuff... I wanted to ask you, Haley, as our resident uh, student here on the podcast episode today, you know, as you go through the high school experience and as you're among your peers or even just at what you see in society in general, how do you think most people decide what media, whether it be movies or music, you know, social media content, how do you think people decide what to consume these days? I think I'd say um, whatever entertains them the most or what goes along with what they're feeling, especially like with music. Um, I know I just pick whatever I'm feeling like that day. So I'm sure a lot of people do the same. Yeah. Yeah. You got like uh, your playlist, depending on your mood. Like this is yes. my happy playlist. <laughs> this is my sad playlist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is when it's raining outside and this is when it's raining in my soul. Yeah, I totally... <laughs> I think I totally relate to that, um, for sure. And and Kayla, what would you say is what you see around, you know, today's society in regards to what people decide to listen to or watch? Well, I think that we are largely social creatures. And so um, what our friends are listening to or our peers, I think that are watching even that kind of influences a lot of what we do. I know um, a lot for a lot of the youth, it's like, well, my friend has Instagram, my friend has Snapchat or whatever. And so that's kind of the pressure they're putting on their parents to allow them to have those things as well. I don't think I've seen a movie in six months though. <laughs> so like, as far as <laughs> movies go, I don't even know. It's just, I guess like what Haley said, if it's something that you like, if it sounds good to you and then music, I think is a little different because people search out kind of things that appeal to them. So, yeah, it's depending on your mood or whatever, what the genre is, if there's new music out. Um, I think there's a lot of factors that go into deciding music. Um, and then I think movies and social media tend to be more, um, I don't know, yeah, I guess more dictated by what your friends are watching or listening to or participating in, um, especially social media. Yeah, and like there is a huge kind of fear of missing out, right, when it comes to certain things about any type of media, whether it's social media or you're watching stuff, movies, new movies, new music, where it's like, if I'm not listening to what everybody else is listening to, then I might not be caught up on everything. And then, um, yeah, you know, I might be not cool, which is <laughs> the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to a person, right? It's when you're not cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tragedy. Needless to say, sooner or later, it happens to everybody. But, uh, <laughs> You know, your personal interests dictate a lot of it, too. Everybody's going to be different as far as what kind of appeals to them naturally, um, even beyond maybe what your what your friends might like, or what your friends might be into. I think there's a lot that may go into it as far as what you're into, whether it be certain genres of music or certain types of movies. There's always something that we're kind of drawn to naturally because of our backgrounds or because of, you know, what we just enjoy. But 
shifting the conversation, I think, um, you know, we see all these things in general about how people kind of tend to take in music or movies or social media. But as Christians, we live in a society where a lot of the stuff that we interact with isn't made by or necessarily made for Christians, right? Whether it be stuff on all these social media platforms or whether it be things on, like we said before, all of these different avenues where you can take in music or movies or anything else. Most of it's made by non-Christians and not made for Christians. But there is a, a specific uh, area, especially in music. Music has a very large library of songs and albums and artists, right, that are making uh, content out there for Christians. But in this world that we live in, I think it's worth asking the question, like, is it wrong as Christians to take in media that isn't necessarily Christian? So, Kayla, what would you kind of say to that? Well, I think that's kind of a complex question because we're judging it on a, you know, the standard of morality, God's word, you know, and he's, God says, be holy as I am holy. So anything that falls short of that is arguably wrong. But on the converse side, you, we have freedom and there's grace as believers, you know, and um, I just know in first Corinthians, when it's talking about eating food, that's offered to idols, which is kind of like a weird thing to compare, <laughs> but it's like, Hey, if that doesn't affect you, if it doesn't bother you, you know, then, um, then you have freedom as a believer to do things that aren't like, you know, morally questionable. And so like, I wouldn't say people listening to classical music, like that's not Christian. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Whereas if it's music that has profanity and talks vulgarly, then, you know, I would discourage that. I would say, Hey, you know, I, I think that we're just not careful enough as believers about what we are consuming and we're not selective enough about, what we're looking at and what we're seeing. And I think that that has a giant impact on us personally. And then in turn, we affect culture. And so I think we are living in a world where Christians are not the driving force of culture. Obviously you could look around and see that. And so um, I would ask why that is, you know, why aren't we um, producing more Christian movies or why isn't there more Christian artists or, you know, why isn't there Christian social media platforms? But Anyways, I don't want to get too much on a podium here, soapbox, but uh, I think that we, we do need to be more cautious about what we're consuming as believers. What, what do you think, Haley? Um, I'd have to say kind of the same thing when you look at it in the light of God's word and everything that he says. You know, a lot of the stuff that isn't necessarily Christian a lot of times might be, you know, just, I guess not beneficial. So I think we kind of have to weigh it on a scale. Like, is this going to grow me in my walk or is it just going to set me back? Um, and it, I mean, I guess there's some, maybe some stuff that's neutral at like doesn't necessarily do either, but, um, I think it's important to think about what's going to help us in our walk. So, yeah. yeah. I know Paul says that too. He says like all things are lawful, but not all are beneficial. Mm -hmm. And so I think with, I think it's, it's even different within those genres because looking at music, you kind of cultivate what you're watching or listening to, or sh I should mm -hmm. say listening to um, with movies. I feel like any movie I could kind of watch the trailer for and figure out if it's going to be good for me or not. <laughs> and then yeah. like for social media, it's like a like Russian roulette sometimes like the gamble because your friends are the ones that are pushing the content. Other people are the ones that are pushing the content. So you have to be selective in who you're allowing to speak into your life in that platform. So they're all kind of a little different. I love what you guys are saying as far as kind of putting it in context, right? Because that's that's a really general question when we talk about uh, whether it's okay 
to take in stuff that isn't quote unquote Christian because there's such a gamut of content out there, right? Ranging from this could be really, really bad for you to maybe this isn't the worst thing, right? Um, But I know we've talked in the past, probably some people might think excessively and some people might think not enough about honoring your parents and obeying your parents too, right? Mm. So I think in certain cases, this is going to be an issue if in your family, there's (laughs) some type of rule that says, hey, we're only listening to Christian music in this house or something like that. I grew up um, homeschooled and I grew up around a lot of homeschooled families. I know, Kayla, you were in a similar situation, basically the same situation. Uh, So I knew a lot of people that grew up uh, with parents that were, you know, protective, and I think rightfully so, in saying, hey, we're not going to listen to non-Christian music in this house. And that was just the rule that they had. And I know for the some of the people that I knew, they weren't necessarily happy with that rule. But I think in those cases, now we have other things in the Bible that come into play. And now it's a, it's really about honoring your parents and submitting to them, at least while you're living under in their house and under their rules, right? But on the other hand, if your parents don't necessarily have that rule, then yeah, then we can look at all the nuances of it. And then we can start kind of parsing out what the actual case by case basis is, because like we've talked about, right, everything is different. And really, we have to be evaluating everything under the light of the word. So let's get into that. You know, as Christians, how should we approach uh, these kind of different uh, types of media or different things? Does the Bible give us any advice or warning? I know, Kayla, you mentioned Paul saying all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. You know, is there anything else that we can kind of take from the scriptures and and look at and say, well, this is something that, you know, can apply when I'm trying to decide, is this okay to watch? Is this not okay to watch? Is this okay to listen to? Is this not okay to listen to? Because I think there are hopefully a lot of students out there that are asking those types of questions and thinking about this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I actually have some scriptures that I have written down. Um, I keep this note in my Bible and it just has um, some questions to ask yourself when you're not necessarily sure if something's right or wrong. So um, it was taken from the same verse that you're talking about in First Corinthians 6, I believe. And it says um, that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. So I think it's important to think about um, if it's beneficial spiritually, I have written down, um, is it beneficial spiritually, physically, or mentally? Um, or will it bring me under its power in any way? Um, so I think that's a really um, something important to think about, especially with social media. I know that can be kind of addictive um, to look at and stuff. So, yeah. Those are excellent questions. I think we should um, include those in the notes on the podcast. <laughs> yeah for sure i'm gonna i'm gonna those are going in the show notes as we speak thanks to the thanks to the magic of non-linear editing those are being placed in the show notes right now as i'm (laughs) listening to this editing after the fact i'm also typing this up Uh, (laughs) so meta uh yeah (laughs) uh just think about that (laughs) but okay so I love that. And I I love those questions that we can ask ourselves in regards to, you know, is this going to edify me? And I think, Haley, you bring in another, like, you just went to the fourth dimension in terms of what we're talking about here, Uh, just because, you know, because there is that whole aspect of, you know, the actual things I'm letting into my mind through my ears, through my eyes, right? Um, But when we're, especially when we're talking about social media or even things like 
YouTube or any of these platforms that just have a continuous stream of stuff that we could be watching. There's also the aspect of time too, right? And this whole idea of am I being brought under the power of just having to consume all this stuff and just spending hours and hours and hours uh, looking at videos or scrolling through my friend's posts from three years ago because, <laughs> you know, I I just started clicking on people that were tagged in photos, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, <laughs> We've all been down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, you know, uh, in in this space that we navigate, because of smartphones, because of all the different access that we have, like we could be spending all day on whatever platforms it might be watching things or listening to things. But again, um, being careful that we're not being brought under the power of that, I think is a great point to make as, as well as, you know, the other questions that you mentioned, but Kayla, is there anything else that you would like to add in regards to this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there is, is what Haley said as well is like, what influence are you allowing these things to have in your life? And um, I think uh, one of the most humbling features that Apple has produced is the screen time report that it releases <laughs> weekly. Because <laughs> you can look at that and see like what how you've been spending your time. And it's ridiculous because it's like you've been spending five hours a day, which is 41% less than your usual. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what on earth? And it's just shocking. But I think it's good for us. A little reality check. Um, kind of to determine, you know, what how we've been spending our time. And that's the only thing we have on this earth. That's the most valuable commodity. You know, that's your, that is your life. So how you spend your time is how you're spending your life. And um, even as we were talking right now, I was just kind of thinking of um, Job, when Job 31, when he says like, I've made a covenant with my eyes not to look upon another woman, like a, a young woman, because he's a married guy, you know? And so um, I know that a lot of people have taken that in relation to what has been put out in the world um, visually right now, because we, um, we have a lot of issues with that, I think, especially with, um, the youth and the younger generation coming up. Um, but that's the question is like, what are you looking at? What are you feeding? Um, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I know for, I mean, probably most people is that what you see, what you take in with your eyes that stays with you. Like you can call it to mind at any point, like you could forget songs and whatever, but things that you see kind of stick with you. And so it's, what do you want to carry around with you for the rest of your life? And is that, is that glorifying to God or is it, um, is it just part, you know, is it feeding your flesh? And so I think that's been a huge issue um, in the media industry, especially film, like with pornography and with um, even stuff that's risky, you shouldn't be looking at, you know, and with Netflix anymore, like, you have to look at the rating and, and just decide when you see a movie, like I'm, I can't watch that because Netflix has no accountability or standard. I don't even know what they, their rating system is, but their movies are atrocious. I think some for the vast majority of them, but so just being wise with that, you know, and as believers, we are called to live to a higher standard. And so we're not supposed to be living like the world. And even as you mentioned earlier, Kevin, like you might lose friendships over it. You might be uncool because you don't know what's going on, you know, and, there's some things I'm not willing to compromise on. And um, I think people respect you for that. Like my non-believing friends, there was a TV show out a few years ago. I'm not going to say what it's called or anything, but they would pressure me and pressure me and pressure me to watch it. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to watch it because that's going to stick with me. And they were like, that's so crazy. And it blew them away. You know, they're just like, really? <laughs> After months and months and months of pressuring you, you're still not going to watch this with us. I'm like, nope, I'm going to go do homework. 
But, um, you know, that's in living with non-believers too. Like you mentioned living with your parents, but if you happen to be living with people who aren't believers, then their standards are going to be different. And so you have to set up those safeguards yourself and have those boundaries yourself if you want to walk um, in the way of Christ. So I'm sure there's a million more things to be said about it, but that's that's what comes to mind right now. Yeah. And uh, I think what you said as well, just about there might be some people listening in right now that are living in homes that are the exact opposite of what I mentioned before, right? Instead yeah. of a home where there people are trying to push you towards only Christian things, there are homes that people are living in probably where parents might even be pushing their children towards the opposite of what they should be watching, right? And I think, you know, that type of situation, um, as difficult as it might be, ultimately kind of points out what the end game will be for pretty much all of the students who may be listening into this right now, right? Because eventually one day your parents are not going to be there telling you exactly what to watch or what not to watch. Um, And there will be a time where you have to be making all these decisions on your own if that's not already where you are. So, you know, it's important that you start thinking about this and start learning how to make these decisions wisely because like what Kayla said, exactly hit it on the head. This stuff stays with you, whether it be the music that you listen to, the movies that you watch, the weird music that I would listen to, um, you know, in my moody junior high years, like if one of those songs come <laughs> comes on the radio, like I can sing along at the top of my lungs word for word. Uh, and as harmless as that might be in some certain cases, like if you're letting in stuff that is really damaging or, you know, that is pulling you down the wrong path, that stuff is going to stick with you. And so it's important to kind of be evaluating this stuff. I know uh, one of the verses that I think of when I think of kind of deciding what you're going to watch or what you're going to let into your mind and how to make those decisions is Philippians 4.8 which is finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And I know um, when we talk about meditation, some people might think like, are we sitting like crisscross applesauce with our like hands in a certain position, like chanting um you know when we're talking about meditation (laughs) yeah yeah so we might be but (laughs) when we're when we're talking in terms of the bible it's really just what are you putting into your mind and what are you allowing yourself to think about on a regular basis right and uh music movies all this stuff is kind of a a training ground and a cultivation of thoughts in our head and what we're going to be thinking about and like we said right a lot of times we're pulled towards certain music or movies because that's the way we're feeling. And that kind of helps cultivate those emotions or cultivate those thoughts that we're already having. But uh, again, like in in addition to uh, what Haley was talking about, whether things are going to be helpful or profitable for you in terms of listening to them and if they're going to help you walk with God and going along with what Kayla was talking about too, like ask yourself, is what I'm watching or listening to pushing me towards purity as well? Uh, Kayla mentioned that verse in Job talking about, I've made a covenant with my eyes and especially for us guys, right? The power of what you look at, it's going to draw you one way or another. So in terms of things that are explicitly pornographic or in terms of even things that might just stir up impure thoughts in your mind, like choose whether you're going to walk down that path or not, because those decisions need to be made up front because in the moment it's going to be very difficult to try to pull one way or another. And you need to be able to see the warning signs 
of, okay, this thing that I'm considering watching or listening to is probably not going to be the best thing if I'm trying to pursue purity, right? And a lot of times it's really easy to make those kinds of evaluations up front <laughs> because, um, you know, thankfully we have things like rating systems uh, on our music and our movies that can help us kind of wisely choose what we're going to be listening to and what we're going to be watching. And also, is what we're listening to or watching something that is going to be worth praising, right? Is it something that we're going to be willing to kind of pull out into the open in the midst of other people who are Christians and in the midst of other people that we know are trying to pursue the Lord? Is this something we'd be like, yeah, like this is totally fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's all watch this so, together. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, let me play this uh, music on a Sunday morning right before church, you know, <laughs> is yes. like, are you, are you going to be comfortable doing that? And I know for some people that might seem a little extreme, uh, but you know, I think if we're going to be extreme about anything, I think we should be extreme about following Jesus. And that might have immediately put me into an uncool camp with some people. But, you know, I'm OK with that. It's all right. There's there's a few of us there in that camp yeah. already, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I know like also in terms of what we listen to or what we don't listen to, I like to think of it in terms of food. Um, I like to think of most things in terms of food, to be honest, <laughs> uh, just because I love yeah. to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, when we're thinking about what we're going to eat, there's the healthy food, right? Like the really healthy food. Sometimes it tastes good. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and then there's the really unhealthy food. And then there's the food that's just kind of in the middle. Uh, you know, like your grilled chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A, it's delicious and slightly nutritious and it probably won't kill you. Um, but you know, like when we're talking about media and media consumption, I think there is stuff that falls along that gamut as well. Like what we've talked about, there's stuff that is really, really dangerous and is probably going to give you a heart attack immediately. Um, and then there, <laughs> and then there's the stuff that's really, really healthy and really great for you. Uh, worship music is a great thing to listen to, right? Um, there are some really awesome Christian movies out there that can really start to make you think about how you're living your life or how you want to pursue the Lord or your own walk with God. They're really encouraging. And then there's stuff in between that may not necessarily pull you in one direction or the other, depending on how you're approaching it and what you're letting in. But you need to be wise in making those decisions, right? You don't want to be constantly filling up on uh, the, you know, junk. And you definitely want to be staying away from the stuff that is terrible for you and is going to kill you. <laughs> I, I would even go so far as to say is the stuff that's really bad for you in terms of movies or music, that stuff is literally poison. Like that is going to yeah. kill you. <laughs> um, whether it be just in terms of your character, right? You may not literally end up dead because of it, but um, or you in might. terms of your character. <laughs> yeah, or you might. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're as we're talking about this we need to be evaluating what we're doing and and hopefully you are taking in what is good for you so with that i want to open it up and ask is there anything else that we can add i know we we talked a little bit about how what we watch or listen to um, can be affected by others and also can affect others i don't know if there's anything else that you guys would want to add in terms of uh how what we watch or listen to can affect the people around us I think just um, we have to be conscious, you know, about the things that we, you know, are watch or letting in um, with people because, you know, something might not necessarily stumble you, but maybe for someone who's newer to the faith or something, um, or even just your friends or something, you know, it might stumble them. So just being very careful. And, and I mean, you know, it's kind of good to think about, like, if it's stumbling them, then, like, it's kind of maybe it's not 
the best thing for me either. So I don't know. I think that's just something to think about maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think specifically looking at social media, I mean, we call it platforms, you know, for a reason, social media platforms. And so it's, what are we platforming? I know Jay talked about this a few months ago with um, the youth leaders. Um, He kind of mentioned to us that with all the stuff that's going on in the world and like our world is crazy and hectic right now. And I'm sure it always has been and always will be, but in the midst of this, what are you platforming? And so people are looking at your social media, you're looking at other people's social media. And so I think that we need to be good stewards with that as well. And platform Jesus. Like, are we platforming ourselves? Are we platforming, um, you know, music that we like or whatever? I'm, I'm even hesitant to even put songs to pictures or anything on there. You know, I'm just like on, on my Instagram stories. I'm like, uh, because I want people to be able to look at, you know, my Instagram account and be like, well, okay. So she likes Jesus. She likes hiking. She likes, you know, whatever the beach, <laughs> but like <laughs> it's, it's to inform people about yourself. And if, the number one thing you're identifying with isn't Christ, then that's a different problem entirely. And so I think that when you look at someone's social media account, whatever it is, you should be able to tell that, that Christ is in them and living and working in them and through them. And so if that's not the case, then why do you have it? And if you're a believer, then that's questions you have to ask. Of course, this this is not applicable to non-believers, but if you have any questions about that as a non-believer and you want to talk, you can reach out to us through email or whatever. And we're always happy to talk about that as well. But yeah, for believers, I think specifically, we want to be considering who we're platforming and why. So um, that's just kind of the the thing that comes up when, when I think about how, how what we choose affects other people. Yeah. Yeah. And just to reiterate what Haley said as well, we talk about is what I'm watching or listening to, would I be fine with just sharing this with other people? Um, or sharing this with other other Christians that I know. And if you're kind of thinking, well, maybe I can't show this to this person because it might not be good for them or, <laughs> you know, something like that, or it's okay for me, but it's probably not okay for this person, whether it be my younger sibling or, you know, this other um, junior high student that I know, whatever, whatever it might be, you know, ask yourself, well, then, you know, is it really the best thing for you to be listening to or watching? I think that's definitely a good point that you made, Haley. I don't think we've covered everything on this topic. Like all the topics that we talk about here on the podcast, there's so many different aspects and so many different things that we could attack this from. But hopefully this at least gets the ball rolling in your head for all of you guys who are listening in. Hopefully uh, this is just uh, something that sparks um, a thought or or a train of thought in your heads. And this is hopefully just the beginning of the discussion uh, that we have with you guys about this topic and and hopefully we'll keep having discussions like this on the podcast so i want to say thank you to kayla and Haley for being on the podcast today Woo. thank you for having <laughs> us yeah uh and i want to reach out to all of you guys who are listening in and just say that we want to hear from you guys, uh, whether it be questions about what we talked about today or ideas for things that we can talk about in the future. Uh, if you guys have any of those ideas, you can send them in to us on Instagram at Committed Youth or through our email, committedyth at gmail.com. Or, of course, if you are in our youth group, there's a good chance you might have one of our numbers as your youth leaders. So go ahead and reach out to us that way if you would like. And uh, from all of us here at Committed Youth, 
from all of us here on the podcast today. We want to say God bless and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.